at New Plymouth today where there's a, a nice lot of racing going on. It's come up a heavy 10, it says John, but they say it's it's fine. Can you give us a bit of a weather and track condition from your point of view? Yeah, well, there wasn't a cloud in the sky this morning when I woke up, but we did get quite a bit of rain yesterday morning, two or three heavy showers, which took the, the track back to heavy. It would have been uh, probably verging on slow at that point and, and would have got better, but uh, unfortunately we did get those heavy showers. So I, I think the track will... Uh, in the old terms, it'll be bordering on slow, but it's uh, with the the way they classify it now, it's uh, just heavy. I think it'll be well, quite what? testing. They'll, they'll get yeah. into it a little bit. Yeah. Will it? Will it? Does it risk holding them a little bit? Is it going to get to that sticky? Yes. What's the wind doing? Yes, I think it will. There's not a lot of wind today. There won't be a lot of drying at the moment. We're clouded over about an hour ago, and. Uh, but there's no rain about it, I think. So, uh, yes, I think it'll be re- uh, still a reasonably testing track, but they won't go into it very deep. It'll be nothing like a winter track. It's uh, they'll be they'll get into it, and it will be a little bit holding. But uh, I think it'll be better than most most people think. Hey, wheels, Michael here, mate. Um, have you got one yeah, you Mike. like? You got one you like from the barn today? Uh, Z for Z, I think, would be massive. He hard to beat if uh, Craig can get him to relax. That's the key to him. He uh, He's an arrogant horse. He tends to want to thunder off into the sunset. But uh, if he can get him to relax, which uh, the last couple of times he's raced, he's relaxed well in the hands of Katie Hercock. And uh, I think Craig can do just as well. Mate, it's, um, it's a hell of a steeplechase tomorrow. You've got one in it. But those top two, I know they're carrying the grandstand, but, gee, they're good horses, West Coast, and the Cossack. I just love them. They're outstanding horses. Both of them are outstanding horses. They could win anywhere in the world, I think, those horses. They're very good. But uh, it is four miles. Both of them have really been tested over that distance and on a good, a reasonably good track. So it will be interesting, but... Uh, You'd think they would dominate. Hey, John, you have a pretty handy team in today at the the local, and here's one that's um, and we can put this to Alan as well a little bit later. So we'll see how many he can account for. But the bookies are giving us four dollars for you and Al to train three or more winners combined. So do you reckon you can account for one at least, or one and a half? How many would you give us? Um, yeah, I've I've got a chance. Tsunami's a chance in the in the first, I think, and uh, oh so savvy's an outside chance probably. Z for Z, as I say, if he relaxes, he can win. And Alan and I have got probably the two best horses in the uh, in the short maiden race, nine ninety. His his horse is um, a speed merchant. Mine isn't really. It's more of a mile, but it's a good horse. So. Uh, I think they'll run the Quinella there, so Alan's probably got a couple of others up his sleeve, I think. All right. Well, we'll take... Okay, that's good information. We'll we'll take that and we'll pass it on to him and see how many he can give us and we'll, we'll see if we can have a bit. <laughs> Appreciate that, Wills. It's very good of you. Good, good on you. Okay. Bye now. <laughs> Here you go. What a legend, Vic. One of the champions. He's just, yeah. he, he's actually almost underrated because he's such a great trainer and has been for such a long time and he's just such a knockabout bloke and... You know, these days it's very easy for us all to be, you know, in raptures about the performances of a Mark Walker and so, which is rightly deserved. But Wheels has been the adult. Like, he's had a horse in the Japan Cup back when the yeah. Japan Cup was the biggest race in the world. So yeah. he's, and, and then he's had horses, you know, in the Nakayama Grand Jump, which 
is a bloody big deal. So he's been everywhere, Wheels. <laughs> oh, well, the reason I asked is, uh, like, I don't usually get into these gimmicky markets. I know you're not a massive fan of them, but they're giving us $4 for three or more winners. And, like, I, I think Alan's got a couple that I can spot, and uh, that's why the, I was I curious. You, the only problem with those markets, and I'll make it really simple for people because some people love to bet into them, only one thing needs to go wrong. Like, say, for example, you're factoring in Alan and John have two favourites in race four, and you think that one of them will definitely win. All you need is your race four estimation to be wrong, and you're thinking, oh, there's plenty more chances, but all of a sudden you're relying on a $9 chance to win the last race, and you're only getting $4 for it. So what you tend to find with those markets is, yes, if it's a Tiaka, someone who regularly wins three or four or five races on a card, well, then you're pretty safe because they they do, like Mark Purden in the harness. But when you start adding things up, and, oh, they've got a great chance in race four, You've only got to get one race wrong, and all of a sudden the $4 is not only not value, but unlikely to pay you back. So just be really careful with those markets, unless you're betting on Mark Walker uh, or a Mark Purden type person to win three or four at a meeting, because they do it quite regularly. Well, we're Alan Sharrick at home. We'll, we're chatting to Al in a little bit, so but we'll not, find out even, right with, even with Al, who's a champion trainer and champion bloke, be very, very rare he wins three days, three races in a day. Very well, It would have happened more than ten times in his life. Well, that's why I was asking John how many he can account for, because he might only have to win two. So we'll, we'll talk to Alan. We'll see if we can do the math for you. Tim Mills is down the line. He's at Rickerton, just close to me, and it says it's come up a good three. And I know it's been quite dry, and it's been nice down here, Tim, but a good three. I mean, is that has that kind of surprised you, how quick it's come back? No, no, it always comes back quickly at this time of the year. Um, I've had two or three course managers start, and after Grand National meeting, they're wailing and lamenting, how on earth is this going to come back? And I've said every year, don't panic. Come uh, Canterbury Bell Stakes Day, they'll be running one eight and a half. And look, it's the win, Louis, is what the, uh, the issue mm. is. And uh, it's been a challenging week to prepare a track, given that from uh, about last Sunday, rain was forecast for Thursday. Uh, Alan irrigated on Tuesday in anticipation of that rain, so set the uh, the level of irrigation uh, with that in mind. Murphy's Law, it didn't happen. We had those strong winds, as you'll recall, and there was no way you could irrigate evenly uh, with that wind. But having said that, good three is a pretty good track. It's the uh, and If you can get through the majority of the day with that, it's ideal. Uh, Covers, Chiduri worked a, uh, a horse along with uh, a couple of horses this morning. He came in and said the good three was very accurate. He did say if we get a hot drying day, uh, don't be surprised if it upgrades. And uh, we've got a dull overcast day, which we're actually quite thankful for, given that prediction. Yeah, I can imagine it, it, was, a, it was a slight chance it might have caught a couple out that, well, as you say, it's pretty, pretty predictable. But there are some horses in when I was doing the form that maybe would have appreciated a, a five, six, seven sort of area. So I hope it does stay a three so everybody can get a fair crack. Um, the, it's, it's a nice race, obviously, the feature, a really nice race, the New Zealand Bloodstock Canterbury Bell Stakes. Do you have one on top, Tim? Uh, I do. Now, I like, what did I like? Just trying to frantically get my book. Number one, Illicit Dreams, I think. Uh, Kenny Ray, Crystal Williams. Of course, Crystal's got the uh, the satellite stable down here in Christchurch, so uh, we'll be claiming it as a local. It's got the form on the board, and I think it's probably the one they have to beat. Beautiful stuff. Tim Mills, he's the big dog. Hey, at, Tim, uh, before we let you go, oh. Tim, just before we let you go, obviously your cup day's now become huge. When do tickets go on sale for the public for cup day? They're on sale now, Mick, and we're 100% ahead of where we were last year. Our first release disappeared very quickly on the comparable day uh, 
to the previous year we were um, had sold twice as many tickets. We've made the second release. So I would uh, strongly suggest anyone that's wanting to get tickets for Cup Week, forget not forgetting, of course, we've got Dave Dobbin playing on the uh, the first day uh, towards the end of the program and after the last. Uh, tickets are selling for that. We've got a lot of interest in that. Um, the course is going to be redesigned with the big Grand National stand gone. I'm just standing out in front of the new uh, uh, pavilion terrace that we've uh, we've built, and it's going to look quite spectacular. So uh, I'd certainly be uh, urging people to get on the website and get those tickets if they're keen to come. Outstanding. We'll be there. Not a, not a word of a lie there. We will be there, Tim. So we will see you then. We'll see you before then, to be honest.